Welcome back to another episode of Chappy Chats. Well, it's been a good week, and I've thought about a lot of things and wrote down several things to talk about, but I'm not really going to talk about any of those. It's something rather I want to talk about in our lives. All of us want to think we make a difference in life, and we want to leave a legacy. There's a lot of talk about legacy, especially among presidents. What will their legacy be? Well, I want to talk to you about that today. What is your legacy? Now, a lot of people think that leaving a legacy is leaving a statue somewhere or a plaque on a building or some great foundation. But none of those are really what I think legacy is talking about. Legacy is more what comes out of the lives of who we poured our lives into. You see, plaques can be taken off of buildings. Names can be taken off because society changes and says this is no longer something we want to honor or revere. Or even buildings can be torn down and nobody knows what was in that site prior to what's there now. Let me use an example before I get to one story I think can relate this really well. The Gates. We've all heard they're getting a divorce and they've got all this money and all this houses and all these things. But do you really think that's what they're going to be remembered for? Or do you think that they're going to be remembered for all the investments they made into life, into people's lives. Now, I know some are thinking, but I don't agree with what they did. It really wasn't an investment. They should have gone this way with their money. Well, that's neither here nor there. The point is they took their time to set up a foundation to invest into others, to invest in a future, to make things better in the way they felt they could make them better. And so I think that's what they'll be remembered for. Once the new wears off and they've made the settlement and everything goes by the wayside, I don't think anybody will really remember about them getting a divorce because they will see the effect of what they poured their life into. It'll live long past any building or any software or any land that they own because I read in one article Bill Gates owns more farmland than anybody else in the United States. But all of that will not be what is remembered, what is remembered will be what they did for people and how they infused others with life. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. Not only because it'll do others good because of what we put into their lives, but it might just save our life. Our preacher preached this morning about laying our life down and not holding on to it, that if we did, we'd lose it, but if we lost it, we would keep it. And with that in mind, a story came to me that I read one time preparing for a talk I was going to give. And the story was about John D. Rockefeller Sr. He was the co-founder of Sinclair Oil. Now, I know oil's a dirty name now, but back then it wasn't such a dirty name, though there were people that didn't like big business or big oil even back then. But the thing was, the newspapers in New York had his obituary written. All they were waiting for was the date of his death. You see, John D. Rockefeller Sr. was supposed to die in an early age because he had been such a hard man. He didn't care who he stepped on, who he had to put down, or what he had to do to get ahead, and that's what he did. And he lived his life that way, as the story goes. And as a result of that, he got to the point, I don't know if it was from stress or guilt or shame or a combination of just a hard life, that he really couldn't eat anything. It's up some milk and crackers, the story says. But there came a point when he decided that he would invest in others, and he created the Rockefeller Foundation that is still going today. And he began to invest in others. 
to divest himself of this life that he had. Sure, he still lived a comfortable life, but he began not to focus on just being more and more comfortable and having more and more. But in this foundation, he looked for things that he thought was worthy. Now, again, it doesn't matter if we thought it was worthy or should have been the right way he should have spent it. That's not my point. But an amazing thing happened. As he began to lose his life, give control of some of his resources over to others, and make decisions to give them out to others, he became healthier and healthier and healthier. And he lived a good, decent length of life. Here was a man that had everything in the world, and yet they were expecting him to die any day. He could have had the best doctors, gone to the best hospitals, and yet there was nothing they could do for him until he began to pour himself into something besides himself. Then amazingly, miraculously, he got better. I think that should tell us something in this day that we live in. So many of us are trying to project the perfect image, have the best reputation, have the most things, try to control the outcome and the results and the future, and we can only have crackers and milk. Why don't we take a lesson from John D. and realize that it's what we invest in others that really brings a legacy to our life and brings happiness to our life and brings maybe even longevity to our life. I hope you have a wonderful week. And as always, I hope you're blessed, protected, and favored in all your endeavors through God. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back again next week.